Uruk, I am your father. <laughs> it's saying that I can leave a meeting and I might at this point. Ooh. <laughs> That's episode two. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello. 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 Or <laughs> <laughs> you could do like AS, is it ASMR? It's like, so guys, welcome to episode two. Hello, you are listening to What You Chirping Now For with me, Georgia Ralph, and me, Ella Vaughan. <laughs> Ooh. Woo! We've, we've gone big time this time, haven't we? We've got microphones. Yeah, we have a little microphone here. Mine's a little pink one. What's your one like? Mine's, it's just black. Okay. Black. Keeping it simple. I like it. Like it. Yeah. So, how has your week been? Yeah, I've had a good week, you know week been it's been a busy week though um and I think next week's gonna be busy as well um but yeah it's been a good week what about yours yeah it's been all right you know yeah not too bad I'm teaching myself sign language are you yeah yeah that's cool I can currently do the alphabet not very quickly but I can do it and I'm gonna take it week by week and hopefully get a bit better what's what's encouraged you into into doing that I've always wanted to learn and then I kind of stopped and thought, what is stopping me? Myself. So I thought, no, yeah. I'm doing it. So now I'm learning. And I'm excited about nice. it as well. Do you I, think, know, I think everyone should learn how to do sign language yeah. in school. So do I. Massively. Otherwise, it's just unfair if you, if you can't hear, isn't it? Yeah. Maybe we should add it to the campaign. Learn, learn sign language. Massively. Let's do it. I could no I'm not gonna do my alphabet now because it's gonna take too long <laughs> sorry I'm really red I've just been dancing in the kitchen with my nephew to um let it go by frozen oh amazing yeah and I'm bloody boiling now and then after I was like oh, oh I'm tired of you and he goes no can we do build a snowman I went absolutely not <laughs> no way. right so Ralph we- what are we uh talking about this week we are talking about LGBTQ plus community we and are. how that affects sport and how that just affects daily life. Yeah. Um, so where did we want to start with this? Are you asking me some questions to begin yeah. with? Yeah. So Ralph, do you okay. want to give yourself an introduction? I don't want to take that away from you. You do yeah. what you feel right. Okay. So this kind of led on, I guess, from last week's podcast where we, the question came up of, are we going to show an interest in in other areas as well as sexism um and obviously I said that I'm part of the LGBT community um (laughs) and we thought why not second episode in do a bit of a a podcast about it and I think this I've been looking forward to this week because Hmm. I think a lot of people who know me who listen to this will really get an insight that they probably haven't heard before. Yeah, I agree. And also, especially within a lot of sports teams, there often are a lot of people in part of the community. So I think it's a very um, relevant topic and hopefully it's useful to people for you to share your experiences and all all things LGBTQ+. Yeah, yeah and I think, I think that's one important place to start, actually. I'm obviously going to talk about my experiences mm. and they are very much my experiences. And yeah other people have had different experiences and 
you know any opinions that I might give they are my opinions they're not it's not to say that every person within the community thinks the same thing yeah um so yeah so if it's all right of you so I would like to ask you a few questions because from my perspective it's probably where I'm being ignorant I don't might might not notice if it happens I try to but I might not so I think it'd be Mm -hmm. good for to get that perspective from you so do you feel like you face any homophobic comments within sport within cricket and I'm going to divide this into two questions so is it different being in a woman only team um and being in a men's team is there a difference or is there is it the same across the board um I've been very very fortunate in that I've never experienced homophobia playing cricket Mm. and to be honest not really outside of cricket either that's really good one occasion where something happened um so yeah I personally haven't experienced it not to say that it doesn't happen um I would say there probably is a slight difference between playing with men and playing with 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 women Mm -hmm. um because I think playing with women I feel like I can be a lot more open about it yeah Um, I'm often very close friends who know and can talk about it with yeah um, and they're often also again playing a sport like cricket where um there probably are more queer people than there are in perhaps other sports yeah um I think there's also a lot of people within the teams that I play in that are exactly the same um whereas when I play with men I'm probably I'm not as close to the men that I'm playing with mm-hmm. um some of them know some of them don't and that's not because I've been scared to tell them it's just because the conversation doesn't really come up so it's not come up naturally um, so for, yeah why do you say that so I was thinking about this as far as I'm aware there are no um in our men's team at my club there are no gay people as far as I'm aware so that could be the fact that generally none of them are gay or is there maybe it's not approached enough is it not talked about enough is it not welcomed in enough what do you think of that yeah yeah quite possibly um I mean you look at football players playing in the Premier League Mm. and if you look at how many of them are out as gay I think there's literally one or two yeah and when and when they come out yes this massive news story like the world's changed completely guess what Uh, front page news yeah yeah whereas I guess with women's sport you don't they don't get the headlines anyway so they're not going to get the headline that someone's come out as gay yeah and also I think not I've been obviously so I'm personally straight so I've never faced any homophobia so you know it's all I'm trying to learn as well um but even though I play in a female only team I have had people say to me oh like you're all lesbians as if it's an insult and it's just it's just a very bizarre assumption and if that is the assumption why is it there and and Mm. what's the what's the point of saying that like do you do you find that at all or yeah the same I've heard that comment been made a few times Mm. um where there's that stigma around certain sports and it's more predominantly the sports that are typically male dominated so your football your rugby your cricket um that that is said about Mm. um I don't think it's a nice statement because it it doesn't sum up the whole every woman that plays that sport at all and also when it said it it feels like it's being even though the words itself aren't insulting 
when the, the way they say it, it makes you feel like it is an insult yeah and if so yeah, why is that an insult like it's it's not it's just someone's sexuality it's not like an, an offensive thing um but mm. on this topic how do you feel about the world cup being in qatar that is a very, very big question, isn't it? <laughs> um, I yeah. personally think it's appalling. I think it's disgusting. It's it's not great, and it's it's not great just not just because of the the whole mm. um, human rights issues regarding LGBT people in Qatar, but yeah. also the yeah. workers that are, have yeah. been building the stadiums. Like that's also, I think yeah. I read I read an article on it today actually about over 6,000 immigrant workers have been killed just oh building God. stadiums. And that in itself is disgusting. That's a also, horrific stat. That is horrific. Yeah. yeah. But also the fact that, yeah, they don't support LGBT people. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that a big organisation like FIFA yeah. can go, yeah. okay, let's let's give you the World Cup. And you know, the World Cup is a massive event, not just for on sports terms, mm-hmm. but politically, the world, the football World Cup takes quite a lot of, um, yeah, political news and information as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it, I I don't think it's a great decision, no. but I guess I also think let's flip it into a bit of a positive, and say that maybe this is the start of encouraging Qatar to change their laws and to change their rules. Yeah, I mean, potentially. But the the thing that kind of really irks me is the fact that England, our team, they're saying to fans, if you're gay, don't go. Like, that's the message they're sending across because then it's not safe because it's not safe. And how can you say Mm. that's, to be honest, I think it's discriminatory because you're saying to a certain group, I wouldn't suggest going to this place because you will be harmed in some way. So I don't get why yes. I feel like England is sending that message. And I think they should have said, no, we're not going to play football in that place because of this. But like you said, it could be, it could lead to a position where Qatar then changed their laws and become more open to it, which yeah. hopefully will happen. But I'm not going to hold my breath personally. Yeah, no, I think. And also if there are slight changes to their laws and rules, it's going to mm. take a long time to change the the perception of the people. Um mm you know their perception on it yeah um yeah. there's probably a long way to go there still yeah absolutely okay do you feel like you want to add anything else to this subject while we're on it or um well I suppose now we're talking about sort of headline topics regarding mm. LGBT and you know the Qatar World Cup is that in a, in a sports world mm. um but also there's been big news this week I know we've talked about it a little bit um, away from the podcast um, about a, an actor in yes. the Netflix series Heartstopper, um, mm-hmm. Kit Connor. Yeah. Um, and he he basically, he was an actor in a show that was there to sort of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? To normalise. Yeah, good one. Good word. And, you know, mm. the queer lifestyle um and they you know in a lot of programs where they have queer people they're very stereotypically a, like you know a butch lesbian or a really camp gay girly yeah. guy yeah um, whereas yeah. this show yeah. was very normal people um 
I, I say normal, that's an awful word to use, but you know, not stereotypically gay. Yeah, people. they're not following, you know, you've not got the very obvious stereotypes you'd expect. It's just very much people being people, being whoever they are, fine. It's not forcing a stereotype in some way. So yeah. I'm just gonna quickly read out the um the statement because as a result of the show, um everyone's saying to him, if if you're straight and you've played this role, you're queer baiting. And they were really hating on him for that. So he then put out a tweet saying, I'm bi. Congrats for forcing an 18 year old to out himself. I think some of you have missed the point of the show. And then he's taken a bit of a break from Twitter from that as well. Um, So yeah, I think just the fact that he's been forced to out himself earlier than he wanted to, earlier than he felt comfortable. I think that's, that's awful. The things that fans have done to him. What do you think? Yeah, I think people this term queer baiting it's been used for a lot of celebrities i know harry styles, harry styles your, your boyfriend one. your boyfriend harry my styles. boyfriend harry i love you please marry me if you're out there i don't oh, i just love to be with you anyway okay. <laughs> um he's he's sort of been suggested to be queer baiting a lot he has. i think we should maybe explain to some people what queer baiting is because they probably yeah. don't know queer baiting is basically people who are believed to be sort of jumping on the LGBT bandwagon in order to gain a fan base of LGBT fans because quite often you know the queer community if they know someone to be gay you know they're gonna love them because they sort of resemble a part of them they feel safe Um, around them exactly that yeah um so I know for sure that Harry Styles has been accused of queer baiting and sort yeah. of trying to gain that fan base but my, the um, thing with um with harry styles so he's been accused of queer baiting for a long time because he typically dressed more feminine fe- god i can't talk today feminine um and you know he he just does what does what he wants really he just has a good time on stage and because of that he does get accused of it um, I personally disagree with it you obviously can have your own opinion i'm just gonna say mine for now i personally disagree with it because firstly he was publicly known to be bisexual when he was in high school it's not really been said again since but that was a thing at the time um when he was first on x factor but even if he didn't say that what if he is bi he doesn't feel he doesn't want to let the world know he has a right to his own privacy um and i don't think he is commercializing off the lgbtq plus community because loads of loads of people who are part of that community always go to his shows they love him because they make him feel safe whether he's straight or not or whether he's he's gay whether he's bisexual whatever he is if he makes him feel safe surely that's a a bonus for him for him sorry for the community so that's not him profiting off it it's him making people feel safe that's how I view it personally but I know so I've had this debate quite a few times with one of my close friends and she says no 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 he does it he does it so I do find it an interesting topic because it's just trying to find where the line is, I guess. Yeah. And I think that brings in an interesting thought point regarding labels and how, mm. you know, the purpose of a label is for other people to understand you. Yeah. You know, I personally don't really, couldn't really care less about labels. I describe myself as gay because that is just what makes it easy. Mm. Um, but in terms of bisexual, lesbian, I personally couldn't care less and I will let other people just make that decision as to what they think I am. Yeah. Um, and I think with, you know, with Harry Styles and, and with Kit Con- Connor, the actor from yeah. Heartstopper, yeah. it's, you know, why do you actually need to know what their label is? Why can't you just let them 
love who they want to love and it Mm. it shouldn't actually matter and if we are wanting to normalize being queer Mm. I think you've got to let people just be a little bit yeah massively and I think with social media as well it's especially in the past 10 years it's been a place where people overshare they're open about a lot of things to the point where I feel like a lot of people are starting to take their privacy back going actually I don't want to share that on the internet I don't want people to know that about me um so I think that let them have their privacy if they want to tell you that they're gay or they're bisexual let them you don't need to force someone to tell you and also if this this brings up like cancel culture if he turned around and said no I am actually straight he would have been cancelled as it were inverted commas um and his career probably would have gone down the toilet so it's also like, well, how you can't cancel a human being. Cancel culture is such a massive thing that it gets to a point where all they need to do is apologise and they're back to being fine again. And it's a really interesting topic. And it's it's a big one. So I probably shouldn't delve into it right now. But it's just an interesting uh, thing because is cancel culture right? Is it wrong? Where Where's the line? Because Kit Connor, for example, like if people were to cancel him, that's his whole life has changed. He's still a human being. Where does he himself, where is he at the end of that? You know, it's, it's not fair. It's not fair on him. Yeah, exactly. I, th- I think you've just got next week's topic. Kind I know, of- sorry, that was, I didn't mean to, I was going to delve into that today. It turns out I, I am. <laughs> so, Ralph, if you are comfortable in doing so, would you mm-hmm. like to share your coming out story or would you, how do you feel? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's quite funny because when people talk about coming out stories, they think about the very first time that you say that you're gay or you're bi or whatever mm. it is. Um, but in reality, I guess you're almost coming out forever after the first time because mm. any time you meet new people, um, I guess it's just that there's that assumption there uh, and this is probably the thing that we need to change in society if we want to normalise it. Mm. Um, it's an assumption that everyone is straight from birth and then you yeah. have to come out mm. if you're anything not straight. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I probably first knew or first started to question my sexuality when I was about 12, 13. Okay. Um, but I probably didn't actually say for the first time until I was... I think it was like two weeks before my 18th birthday. Wow. So what do you think? That's a long time. Yeah. Like, what do you think made you not say it for so long? I think it's just, you know, society says that you're different Mm. if you, you know, if you're not straight and it's trying to work out. And then there's also the label thing. You're trying to work out, okay, but what is my label? If I'm not straight, you know, does that make me bi or does that make me a lesbian? And you're trying to you're trying to meet society and so that they understand what you are as well Mm. rather than just sort of coming out as queer and you don't actually need to pigeonhole yourself into any of that yeah Um, Yeah. and I think as I say it's you're almost coming out for forever after the first time you say it because as I say anytime you meet new people um and then there's people that you you might not not tell straight away yeah um so so yeah and I, I guess your sexuality can change as well. You know, it's yeah. very fluid. Um, I mean, a lot of people, yeah, I mean, a lot of people that, that I know who have come out as gay, 
they've often first come out as bisexual and then years they said actually no I'm I'm gay and for example mm-hmm. uh, Nathan off Geordie Shaw he did that he came out as, as bisexual then years later he's like actually I'm not I'm gay and I've kind of known it all along but I didn't want to mm-hmm. put myself in that position yeah so, yeah for a lot of people it's a, a stepping stone phase yeah but then also that there's there were a lot of problems with um people saying that if people call themselves bisexual they're only saying that because they want to come out as gay or mm. a lesbian when actually you can just be bisexual yeah yeah absolutely. That's completely a thing as well mm. um but I think there's now this growing stigma that bisexual doesn't actually exist and it's kind of like it's actually just your stepping stone or people call it like the bi phase yeah um, when actually it's not necessarily a phase it can be genuine and you can genuinely say after a while that you are a lesbian or you are Mm. gay and it not just be a phase like you genuinely were bi for that period of time yeah yeah I agree I mean um also I know there's a lot of things where often women who come out as bi but they're dating a man it they're often Mm -hmm. like put down or denied that that label as it were because well you're, you're bi but you're dating a man so you can't be bi and actually, no, because that's still the point of it. Bisexual means that, you know, you like both men and women. So yeah. they absolutely still can be bi. So, yeah, I, I agree. It's, it's just a need for labels. And that there's no right or wrong with with if you want to come out as bi first and then go to gay or whatever you want to do. There's no right or wrong. It's just whatever makes people comfortable and feel safe, I guess. Yeah. And I think uh, another point that I'd probably quite like to make is when I when you asked me that question I said the first time I said I was gay and I didn't say the first time I came out mm. and that's because for me my decision was never to you know sit my parents down on the sofa and say yeah. okay you know this is me because if I was straight I would not have sat them down on the sofa and said mm-hmm. by the way mum and dad I'm straight so yeah. I made the decision not to do that and you know you know there's negatives to that in that you know for a period of my life my parents didn't know that about me when it it was there um so some people choose to come out to their parents in in that way Um, but I made the decision that you know for it to be normal for me you know I waited until I was in a relationship and just told them I'm in a relationship and it's with a girl yeah and that was just my that you know for me that was the way I was comfortable doing it Mm. and for other people you know sitting their parents down and having a proper conversation you know, that's completely okay as well. Yeah, absolutely. I've got two points to make off the back of that. Number one, okay. it's funny you say um, that with straight, you assume people are straight until they tell you otherwise. I actually had this conversation when I was in like year nine, 10, potentially 11, mm. with this boy who I was walking home with because um, he was gay. And he was said to me like, but I just don't see why I have to come out when, because you, why do you assume that people are straight? Surely you should go with the mindset and assume that, you don't assume anything until someone says to you, yeah. oh, if they want to say it, they don't have to, but surely you should have no assumption of who someone is before you meet them. And I, yeah. I just think it's a really interesting point because, yeah, you see something, you assume straight and say, oh, no, I'm whatever, whatever I want to be, bisexual, gay, and you're like, oh, okay, cool, whatever, fine. But, yeah, there is that assumption there. It's just an interesting point to make, and unfortunately yeah. I, don't, I don't really see it changing unless you're trying to learn. So, for example, people like friends – allies whatever they're probably going to try and learn and be like actually I'm not going to assume so that's how I would go into it but a group of <laughs> lads as it were like then mm. they are going to assume you're straight and I don't really see that changing do you, do you or do you see a way around it 
I think, you know, it'll be a while, yeah. Mm. Uh, I definitely think changes are starting to happen, changes yeah. are starting to be made and people's perceptions of, of the community in certain parts of the world, yeah. let's point out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, we're very fortunate in the UK, but when I was studying in Australia, I met a lot of people from India, Sri Lanka, Thailand, and they would talk about their story Mm. and you know a lot of them were studying in Australia because they couldn't be who they were back home that was yeah. the only reason they moved to a different country to study um you know a lot of them their parents didn't even know and they'd you know just made the excuse to go and study in Australia mm. but actually that was the only way they could be who they are um so I think we're very fortunate in the UK that majority of people are, are, are quite supportive of it but um do you think we're fortunate or do you think that's a bare minimum yeah I mean it is like I know I know we are you know further ahead than a lot of countries are but still we're not like far enough ahead we're not not everyone's fully accepting so Mm. it just yeah interesting yeah no no. you know in the (laughs) ideal world yeah yeah, that's you wouldn't have any of that homophobia um or transphobia even yeah um but yeah I think Sorry, oh, talking transphobia, Rishi Rishi Sunak and him changing the human rights bill. Like, mm. I just want to firstly say that is absolutely outrageous. They're taking, they're, they basically want to get rid of trans people's rights. They don't want them to be able to have access mm-hmm. to the same things. And mm-hmm. it, I just want to point out that that is not okay. And he, if he, that's his views, he should not be the prime minister of that prince. <laughs> prime minister of this country because <laughs> sorry about that because he, he you're not looking after your people so that's all I want to say on it no no it that seems like a massive step back doesn't it you should get another, so lettuce going hopefully um but yeah <laughs> he's gonna be get this time the carrot or Ricky Sunak I'm voting on the carrot <laughs> <laughs> oh god maybe you should run for prime minister do you know what I don't think I'd do a bad job you? Well, you'd be better than these muppets. So true. What? Okay, if you're prime minister, what would your first point of service be? My first point of service would be What's the first thing you do having a national fancy dress day where everyone has to wear fancy dress. I love that. Absolutely How love good that. that amazing. Absolutely amazing. So let's say I'm prime minister. I introduce that. What's the first costume you're you're dressing up as? It's going to have to either be matching with a friend group or, or my, my boyfriend, I feel like. It's going to be matching in some way and be iconic. Oh, so you've got to choose between your friends or your boyfriend. That's... No, that's not the question. Do not put me into that person. <laughs> <laughs> if my friend said we're going out, I'd be like, okay, goodbye. Sorry, Adam, goodbye. Um, for example, if like you, me, Izzy, Dins, you know, the whole ex is yeah. a lot. We're doing a group costume, iconic. But if so, what would it be? It's a ha. Ah, do you have any ideas? What would we go as? Um, it'd have to be the cast of cast of Shrek, and you'd yeah. be in your element. Yes, there you yes. go. Absolutely. Do we, do we get a rendition of the, uh, the the Shrek impression? No, I haven't. I haven't got hold of the footage. No, uh, I don't think I want not, to not do it off the cuff. Off the what? Off the, off the cuff. Off the, oh, off the cuff. That was an accent barrier. I'm very sorry. 
That's like off the lot. Um, what bit do you wanna do you wanna see? I can do a little snippet for you now. Go on, whatever you, whatever you've got in your locker. <laughs> the thing is, I'm a bit nervous because at that point I was nailing the accents and I was nailing the the characters, and I'm scared if I don't do it now, I'm gonna get gonna get some hate. I don't think I'm mentally prepared for the hate, but it's okay. And our podcast is massive now, so it's going to be a lot. We're really famous. I feel like it. I do feel like it. Um, Okay, (laughs) Shrek. I'll do. I'll do a little phrase. I'm an auger, and augers have layers. Yeah, that's right. I'm an onion. I'm an onion. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. It's panic. <laughs> oh, oh, can we end this out, please, Ralph? Embarrass the whole Shrek fan club. I love him. I would do anything for Shrek. And can I just say, this really bugs me in in, in the Shrek films. So you know when he turns into a human, and all yeah. the all the cartoon women are going, "Oh my god, he's so hot." Uh, yeah. He's much sexier as Shrek rather than the human version. Thank you very much. Could be the ogre. I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> He's a sexy little ogre. I'd much rather him as an ogre than as human. Ugh, no way. It's the same with um, Beauty and the Beast, though. I much prefer the Beast. Oh, to give me the Beast. Yeah. The Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. I massively agree. Yeah. Anyway, so who I think like you'd have to be for some boots. Oh, yeah. Or the gingerbread man. Yeah, I've seen anything ginger I was going for. Sorry to stereotype you, but I've yeah. <laughs> yeah. got my hair now. So, uh, yeah, I forgot that you told me about that. Yeah. So your aim was to basically be me, was it? No, I was going to go like a coppery ginger and I was trying to look at videos and the only way I could, I could see to do it to make it look good would be to bleach my hair. So I've got quite dark roots and I didn't want to bleach it myself and I didn't want to pay for someone else to do it. So I went to a shop yeah. and I went that one and just picked this and here we go. I'm not sure how I feel though. It's interesting. It's right. In some lights, I don't mind it. <laughs> But when it sometimes it looks purple, I don't want to look purple. So, yeah, I'm going through a, a bit of a mental challenge right now, trying to decide if I like it or not. But it's fine. So anyway, so I'd definitely be donkey because I'm the annoying friend that doesn't show up. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so where are we at? Should we change the tune a little bit? Yeah, we've got okay. we've gone quite quite hard in this week quite deep we? early on yeah but well, i mean like those things yeah it needs to be said it needs to be talked about um but we do want to keep it nice and light-hearted for you as well so the next um edition is i'm gonna put a dilemma out for you or more of a, a question where do you lie and your answer does change my opinion on you it could be the end of our friendship so i would strongly okay. suggest actually can i Oh, can I bring okay. something in on this? Um, just before you start this bit, you can. So th- this, I'm completely not expecting whatever you're going to say. But okay. I did want to talk about the ironing the jeans because I've, I've had quite a few people say how wrong that is. Yes, including my mum. And... She is disgusted. Oh no! <laughs> she came into me. She okay. goes, "Georgia Ralph irons her jeans. Ugh, wrong." And I went, "I know. I'm well aware, Julie. Oh, it's no. not right." Ah. Uh... I'm yeah. heartbroken now. Julie does not um, like you anymore. But it's it's one. There's one pair of jeans that I have in mind, <laughs> and it's only because I wear them to work, and often with a shirt that is i like ironed. <laughs> so I feel like I can't wear a nice iron shirt and then crinkled, creased bottoms. Ralph, so I'm I'm not going to lie out. to you. 
I feel like there's no way you're getting yourself out of this. You're just going to dig yourself a bigger hole. So I would I just can't. quit while you're not too far down, to be honest with you. Okay. <laughs> I've had a lot of people it. say to me, it. no, you shouldn't. I'm sorry, my friend. I'm all for confidence, but this is not a time for it. <laughs> <laughs> like ironing your jeans is criminal behavior. It should not be allowed. I am going to call the police. That's where we lie, really. Okay. Yeah. Should I'll we end it there? Go for yeah. the next thing. Do you feel so like you've been attacked? We're definitely not going to be friends after whatever you're no. going to say now. So I actually saw this debate on TikTok. I can't remember who shared it, so I can't credit them. Sorry. But the question was, say you're barefooted. You're about to get ready to leave the house. Do you go sock, sock, shoe, shoe, sock, shoe, sock, shoe? I go sock, sock, shoe, shoe. Oh, my God. No. You don't go. Actually, no way. I don't know what I do. You don't go one sock, one shoe. Oh, no, I don't. Barefoot. No, I think I go sock, sock, shoe, shoe. Yeah. Yeah. Sock, sock, shoe, shoe. Sorry. Yeah. I was trying to think, do I go sock, shoe? No, I don't. But yeah, it's it's a bizarre one. And also, what foot do you do first? Do you have a ritual with that? Do you put, like I said, I always do my, um, my right foot first in the shoe. Um, in the shoe yeah well and sock I'll go right left right left I do not have an order no order okay interesting I just do whatever whatever shoes closest to me oh and then the socks I don't don't know I don't think I like that I'm not gonna lie I think I think I I go left sock first then right sock and then with the shoes it's just whichever one's closest okay interesting we are clearly opposite people. Yeah. That's Do, okay. that, Do you reckon that makes me... You're right-handed, aren't you? I am, yeah. You're right-handed, go right sock. I'm right-handed, but go left sock. But can you write with your left hand? I can a bit, yeah. You could be amb- and I, ambidextrous. And I eat left-handed, which I get bullied about. Oh, no. Oh, Ralph. Is in right, your okay. Me. so if you were to eat with just a spoon or just a fork you'd go right hand <laughs> yeah. yeah so if so why when you're adding the knife in do you then swap your fork to the other hand that because seems... i can tell you why because a fork is used to hold the food the knife so your dominant hand is used to cut the food so it's doing more of the work so you've got more coordination in that hand yeah but don't you need the coordination to lift the food up to your mouth not particularly, no, because it's not hard to lift a fork into your mouth. Well, surely you've got enough strength in your left hand to be able to cook with your left hand. <laughs> yeah, but you've not got as much like control coordination because you've done oh, everything with well, your right hand your whole life that you've got a lot of control, I feel like. I'm just I'm just talented. Though, yeah, you're very I... talented. Yeah, very, very talented. Yeah. I can do lots of things with my left hand. Uh, oh, all right. No, Let's no, not take the podcast this no. way, please. We've currently got a clean rating. I'd like to keep it that way if possible. That was your mind and nobody else's. Mm. <laughs> we need to do kill, marry. No, not kill. Snog, marry, avoid, basically. But you've called yeah. it kiss, marry, avoid. Oh, yeah. Cause... I thought it was called snog, marry, avoid. Yeah. yeah. True. Weirder. SMA. SMA. Yeah. So do you have any... SMAs you want to fetch the table yeah so we're going for Ellen DeGeneres I can't say her name De- Ellen DeGen- DeGeneres DeGeneres the, the one who plays Dory in Finding Nemo yeah um 
Elton John. Mm-hmm. On there. Do you know, um, sorry, I'm just going to cut in. Do you know what Elton John's real name is? His name's not Elton John. or John. What's his last I can't remember what his last name is, but his first name is Reginald. Is it? Yeah. What's his last name? Oh, yeah, no, because I've watched the programme, the, the film about him. Oh, I didn't watch the film. I just saw it the other day on TikTok. Ah, <laughs> oh, but it was yeah. ages ago. I, I couldn't believe it. Elton John's called Reginald. Yeah. Blew my mind off, did. Do you know, speaking of Elton John, I managed to get in to see him for free because I volunteered to like help out, basically had to hold a yeah. sign saying, I'm here to help. Didn't actually have to do anything. Um, and just watched Elton John show. That's true. Really good. He was my first ever concert. Was he? Mm. Did you he? ever go and see Lionel? Was it Lionel Richie that you were going to see? No, it was Tom Jones. Tom Jones, that's <laughs> it. Yeah, he was amazing. The only downside was, is along my row was these women who were so drunk that they couldn't even, like, function. Like, she was sat in the seat throwing my mum. (laughs) (laughs) Newly born, you've just been violated. (laughs) I believe that's going to be fuming. But yeah, no, basically my mum was next to me being sick, yeah. No. (laughs) These, These, like, women were literally, like, Growing up everywhere, so drunk, and then someone turned around and she was like crying, going, "I'm so sorry," but so loud, so that all we could hear was her rather than Tom. So then people oh. turn around and like, "Will you shut up? I've paid for my seat," and they're going, "It's not her fault," and they're going, "Well, it was because you've you've drunk that much drink, you've chosen to get drunk. I want to watch Tom," and they're going, "She did it too," and then it's probably kicking off. Me and Mum sat there like, "I just want to watch Tommy Boy." Do you know what I mean? Seeing a bit of sex oh, bomb, but geez. yeah, drama. That is drama. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Ellen DeGeneres. Sorry, yeah, I did cut in Elton there. John and what's his name? Kurt. Ah, oh, Kurt Hummel from Glee. Yes. Kurt Hummel from Glee. Okay. What are you going for? I'm going to. Hmm. I would immediately marry Kurt Hummel, and I know that for a fact. I'd do the I'm same. Stuck between Elton and Ellen. I think I'm going to. Snog Elton John because what a thing to say! I've snogged Elton John. That's amazing. True. And Ellen, she's got a few accusations against her for trans yeah. I believe. So I'm not sure how I feel about that. Um, obviously, I don't feel good, but as in <laughs> they are their accusations at this point. Um, so yeah, I'm not going to support her in case they are true. Strong. Well, I think I'd go for exactly the same. Yeah, Mary should we? There... Yes, we are going to add in a segment to to these called "Travels in Mexico" because once we run out of stories, we can then have to go somewhere else and call it like a business trip and just make sure oh, yeah. decisions. Genius! Oh, wow, you've got the snails. <laughs> I like that idea. Thanks. Um, so we're going to add in a segment, talk about our funny stories in Mexico, um, because that was popular last week. Do you want to start off? Need, I'll probably have to make a new jingle for this section now, won't I? Oh, yeah, go on. It was segment jingle. We're going to add it in here. Travels in Mexico. There we go. Got oh, one. Oh, wow. Wow. Right off the bat. Easy. So. Um, yeah, right, I've got a story from Mexico. Go for it. Go for it. It was, I just survived after, it was quite a long journey, isn't it, to Mexico? What, 16 hour? <laughs> it's, well, it's not down the road. <laughs> 
<laughs> quite a long journey. Yeah, you could say that. Okay. Um, yeah, about sixteen hour flight, arrive in Mexico, bump into this muppet, Woo-woo. and um, and we decided to go out for some dinner. Found this nice place. But before we found this place, we were walking around. And so neither me or Ralph speak any Spanish, um, which I'm just going to say is actually bad. If you go to another country, you need to learn some of their language. But anyway, we didn't know any Spanish. Um, So we went into a restaurant. We said, oh, hello. And they spoke no English. So we're like, ah, okay, issues. So I said, oh, just like the menu. And Ralph was like doing the the sign, the menu, trying to make it obvious. And then eventually we we got got through the language barrier. And then we read the menu and it was all in Spanish. We We were like, well... We don't know what it says anyway, so why do we ask? And we just found that very funny. We were crying, like, with laughter. And what was that thing where we went, we went into somewhere and they said about the shower? Into that restaurant? And oh, he, yeah, he we like, went around the back. And he just kept pointing to the shower and saying he, it's in like, there. And we were like, well, that's not a restaurant, that's definitely a shower. Yeah, and he goes, no, no, in here, in here. And we were just stood there like, well, it's a shower. Yeah, we ended up just getting it's, away. It's, it's awkward when in both of those scenarios it's awkward to say no that's not what I mean because they don't understand you saying no that's not what I mean no so you just have to walk away and be yeah, really he rude like, he's gonna go get someone didn't he or he said something I'm gonna wait here I'm gonna I can't remember what he said but we were just kind of like okay and just just had to walk off it, it awkward no. anyway sorry carry on I didn't mean to interrupt your story um, yeah, so we sort of looked at this place and we were um and an arm about whether we went in and some people said, no, it's amazing, in you go. Um, so we went in, again, had the same problem in the menu, didn't really know what we were ordering. We decided to share a meal um, and kind of copy. We were trying to copy what people had told us to order, basically. Um, and... What we ended up ordering was a fish, which <laughs> sounds quite nice, doesn't it? Quite, quite lovely. You know, go out for a bit of fish. But the, the guy proceeded to bring us this dead fish on a Which was a huge, by the way. Like on a chopping board and just show us. And he was just like, is, is this one okay? And we both looked at each other, didn't we? Gone out yeah. like what we were in the middle of a conversation not expecting him to bring no dead fish over no that hadn't been cooked yet yeah he literally yeah we were talking like especially you look up and you see this poor blooming fish in our face going is this one okay or would you like to see another that is fine please cook it yeah (laughs) (laughs) we're like oh my god there's a fish on a chopping board next to our heads what's going on yeah and then yeah and then we had this fish with the jaw the teeth still on it (laughs) the eye was still present and like halfway through like eating it like because the whole time the the fish was facing me so all I could see was its eyes and its its little teeth staring at me so halfway through I said bruv you've got to switch it around like it needs to look at you now because it doesn't feel good (laughs) it's very uncomfortable isn't it yeah, it was. And especially uh, knowing, like, we still had the image in our head of it just on a chopping board. Yeah, you, you know what? Just Whilst eating it. Mm. Yeah. But we did learn that little hack with the with drinking soul, didn't we? Oh, we did. So, you know, you we get did. those soul beers. Um, they're like a little bit like Desperado um, without the tequila. 
So he brought out a lime and he said, correct me if I'm wrong, he said, you get the salt and you pour it onto the lime and then you take a bite and then you drink it, don't you? Is that how you do it? Yeah. That's yeah. It. And yeah, so you keep, don't you keep, and you keep the it, lime juice in your mouth? Yeah, you don't swallow it until you can pour it. You don't swallow it until you've poured the beer in. Yeah. And we were very skeptical. We were like, oh, I don't know, because normally you, you know, lick the salt, drink the drink, eat the lime. And he goes, no, trust me, do it. And oh my life, it was gorgeous, wasn't it? Game changer. Absolute game changer. That is how you drink the lime. And then he brought us out a a bowl of limes, didn't he? He (laughs) So we could just keep having a go. (laughs) So every mouthful that you had of your beer, you had to do this weird lime salt thing beforehand. Oh, God. He was a really nice day. That was a really nice restaurant. It was. Mm. That was a very nice evening, actually. Yeah, it's just funny. Good look. evenings in Mexico. Very good evenings. Very good. We um went to a bar called what's it called? Willie? What's it called? Dick and Willie's. Dick and Willie's. <laughs> and oh my god, <laughs> this is the funniest thing ever. So we were sat down having a cocktail, and when people order shots, they get like the and they go up to you, you, you drink the shot, they shake your head and they shake you. It was this woman's like birthday. She was quite old, like 60, 70. Do you remember opposite me? Yeah, I'd say 70, 80. Oh, would you? Oh, okay. She was, um, she was quite old. She was <laughs> She was getting on a bit, bless no, her. No offence to anyone listening who's 70 or 80. You're not old, really. No, but the Grim Reaper was knocking. Like, <laughs> no, in all fairness, she, she, she wasn't looking... Her finest. Love her, not on her finest days. So to our surprise, the, the girls come along in their short little bras and shorts and they're, they're whistling and they've got these little sparklers going on. So they give, they give her this lady, yeah, big old whoop whoop. They give this lady a, a tequila shot and she's obviously just like drunk it. They're then sh- shaking her head, shaking her shoulders, grabbed her big saggy boobies and go, give her a good old shake. Yeah, it looks like it was going to be the death of her to be honest <laughs> I almost died from laughing I'm like oh my god this woman has had a boobies shaken saggy boobies going Brrr. it was mental <laughs> stop saying saggy boobies what else should we to say big old honkadonks breasts bosoms they were bigger than breasts my friend <laughs> They were second kneecaps. Come on, let's not be around the bush. <laughs> <laughs> they were long. I could, I could make a hair out of them. Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait till mine get like that. Give me twenty Jeez. years, I reckon. Sorry, I don't know why this topic's come up. Yeah, this just got weird now. Sorry, you um, made it weird. Should we end the podcast here? But we got our yeah. advice. Ooh. So. Advice. The advice based on this podcast. I I'm gonna go first so you can end on a really powerful, empowering, impactful message and it'll be really wholesome and cute and we're all gonna okay, love it. That's a lot of pressure. I think you can do it. I believe. Okay. All right. So my message is gonna be be who you wanna be. Who you are is bloody amazing. Don't let society tell you you can't because you can. And if you aren't part of part of the community, do your bit, learn what you can, be supportive, make them feel safe and comfortable and choose love. 
Oh, that is a lovely message. Thanks. I think you should have ended with that. No, I just know you're going to smash it, Ralph. Ella Bourne for PM. Um, My bit of advice is going to be, you can't be too anything. You can't be too fat. You can't be too thin. Two doesn't exist. Normal doesn't exist. You can't be too weird. You can't be too boring. You can't, you just, too, the word too anything doesn't exist when it comes to you. And that's You can't be too drunk. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's just from georgia ralph yeah oh well, you said that bit oh yeah sorry famous words from the man born the legend <laughs> you've <laughs> added the legend on the end okay oh yeah so that should have come from keep you keep dreaming Ella. darling keep Ella dreaming born, who is i'm not saying it. I'm, not, I'm not i'm not giving you that satisfaction satisfaction okay well i don't feel very supported by you right now so you just ruined the whole message, Rodon. Okay, cool. Oh, so this is actually the final ever podcast. We've just fallen out. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't end on that. Okay, no, sorry. Love you. Um, no matter gay, straight, or bi, lesbian, transgender, vice, I'm on the right track, baby. I was born to survive. Lady Gaga, born this way, the ultimate anthem. Oh wow! Why are you giving me that look? That's, that's really good. Love yourself. I didn't know they were the words. Maybe you were born this way. Yeah. I'm not just making it up. Yeah. I did not know that was the words of that song. Wow. Yeah. You just blow my mind. What? So it's... What? Sing it one more time. Oh, I'm getting nervous now. No matter gay, straight or bi, lesbian, transgender. I'm not sure what the last word is. I think it's vibe, but I could make it up. Lesbian, transgender... I'm on the right track, baby. I was born to survive. Then wow. it goes, baby, love that. yourself today, because, baby, you were born this way. Oh, end on that. Thank you. Thank you. I am getting a singing contract, too, so that's fun. Awesome. Right. <laughs> Have a lovely week, people. Have a fantastic week. Bye.